everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter and that's Tim looking up at something. <laughs> There's something in the wall. Um, no, so we're, we're, we're talking about horror movies on this show and it is the Christmas season, so Merry Christmas. Uh, this is going to be our last episode before Christmas, I believe, if my scheduling worked, worked out right. Oh, all right. <laughs> no, it is. Christmas is Monday, so this will be up later in the week. And yeah, oh, that's right. Oh, I thought Christmas only came once a year. <laughs> I'm not sure what that what that joke is. It's from uh, was it the world is not enough or no, it's world is not enough. It's the one with Denise Richards who plays a character named Christmas. Yeah. That's what you were getting at. Okay, okay, you were making a a, a a female orgasm joke. That's what we were getting there. Okay. Yes. But as we all know, there's nothing funny about the orgasm. It's a beautiful, natural part of life. <laughs> anyway, this movie, <laughs> uh, better watch out, we're talking about. It's another Christmas film, of course. That's why everything looks very Christmassy. Um, this is actually a new film. This came out this year. It's a 2017 release. So we, <laughs> we are talking about a contemporary <laughs> Christmas film. Oh, my... Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll start spoiler free as we always do uh, which is going to be interesting for this because I feel like the main plot of the movie is a spoiler because it starts off yeah. very differently uh, and I didn't know what this movie was really about I, I I had not seen any trailers I had not looked at anything like that Same. so so uh, it, it, it duped me successfully <laughs> in that sense I'll say that much mm-hmm. Uh, I did not know about the the change in sort of dynamic and what it was actually doing. And so it it's kind of hard because I had a couple of people ask me uh, about the movie, like, oh, like, is it worth watching? And then um, it is kind of hard to like dance around some of the questions and stuff yeah. without really so, <laughs> giving much of the plot away. So I usually explain what the plot is. And I'll sort of give you the, the start of it, but I can't really say much of it. But in, in the spoiler free section, but. Uh, you have this this kid named Luke uh, who's going to be babysat. He's 12 years old, so he feels a little bit old to be babysat, but whatever. Uh, he's going to have a babysitter uh, named Ashley who is coming by. Uh, parents are going out for a Christmas party of some sorts, and he wants to make the moves on her. Despite the fact that she's, you know, what, 17, 18, he thinks he's got a shot, and the movie's kind of about him trying to do that. But eventually, of course... People start showing up at the house. There's like a strange figure outside. Someone slashes the tires to her car, uh, cuts the phone lines, all that kind of thing. And oh shit, the house is under siege, and she has to protect them. That's that's kind of uh, at least how the movie starts. It kind of develops into something else as it goes on, but that's kind of where it kicks off. So I guess I'll ask the question. Uh, and again, you can't really talk about most of the movie yeah. yet, so this will be a short spoiler-free section, probably. But, Tim, what did you think of Better Watch Out? Uh, you know, I was really looking forward to this. Um, I Like you, I didn't really know much about it. Uh, I don't even think I checked out the trailer. I think but, uh, all, I, all I knew was the poster. And the poster yep. is interesting. And the poster I'm referring to is the one where someone's holding a baseball bat and wearing a Christmas jumper. Or a Christmas sweater, sorry for the uh, okay. for yeah, you uh, for you colonials. Not sure if I saw that one. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, I saw the poster that's kind of 
It's just the uh, faces. I, like, yeah. 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 And that, that one's all just a normal whatever. But yeah. Yeah. The, the one I saw with but, the baseball bat was kind of like, oh, what's this movie? Yeah. But uh, I, I've heard like. Um... Like, I haven't heard people saying that they loved it, but I have heard people talking about it. So it did seem like something that was kind of noteworthy, getting some buzz. So uh, I was excited for it. But uh, I don't know, to be honest, I I really wasn't that crazy about it. Um, I I can't really say that I was bored. Um, so, like, you know, in all fairness, like it kept my attention. Um, I was interested in it throughout. But. Uh, again, it's kind of hard without getting spoilers. Uh, so I guess I'll just say, like the the characters really bugged me, um, and there uh-huh, was some uh-huh. problematic stuff that I, I don't know, um, honestly, kind of like felt pretty like icky. <laughs> to yeah, me. no, we'll we'll get into all of that. I, yeah, it's a conflicting movie. What was funny actually is the movie was starting. I was getting like some weird vibes of I've just done this with the babysitter. And it's not, it's not even yeah, the exact yeah. same plot, but just, just the idea you've got this kid who's got the hots for his babysitter. I was like, I did this in Babysitter, and it was instantly better because it was more fun. And it was, it was nowhere near as creepy as this kid is. Because in the Babysitter, he either has the hots for her, but he never has. Like, he's not trying to do anything. He doesn't, he doesn't think for a second he's got a chance with his 18-year-old babysitter. Yeah. Whereas in this movie, Luke actually has a plan. He wants to make the move. He wants to try and kiss her during a movie it's, and stuff, and it's really cringy. Yeah, and it's it, there's a big difference between like uh, you know when you have like a young char- like a character or whatever, and they they have like a little crush or they're infatuated with someone. It's you know there's kind of like a, a point where it's like oh you know that's kind of cute or, yes, or whatever, and it's normal like it makes sense. Yeah, but then there's like a real like creepy like you know oh like you know. Uh, he's a young kid who's trying to seduce her and that that's when it gets to be like oh like no this, yeah, this like, feels he's, wrong he's and, lighting candles and he, he's yeah. he's intentionally making it so the lights are dim and he's, he's got a horror movie on to lull her into a, a a state where she wants to be taken care of like he's actually yeah. talking like that and it's like this is really cringy and it's obviously not going to go well um so but yeah obviously more than that in the, when we get to spoilers but so that that's the yeah I yeah I don't regret watching it I I think right, it was yeah. I, I I think ultimately I'd say it's a pretty okay movie but yeah. I I think I like a lot of the ideas more than I like how it ended up and honestly I think the biggest problem is that Luke the main kid I think but maybe he's acting and certainly how he's written I just don't think he quite works for the what the movie's doing with him. Yeah, I I'd agree with that. I really wasn't a big fan of him. Uh, I like think the... I, I think that he could have been much better cast. Someone who had the, the right yeah. kind of charisma to pull off what the movie wanted of him. Yeah, and uh, and I do agree that the like um like you know there are twists and stuff in this movie that you wouldn't expect and. Um, while I might not necessarily like it, um, I, I do think it, it is unique. It's not something that I've seen before. So I, I, I will give it credit for that, I guess. Yeah, to an extent. I, I'd say I've seen st- a, something kind of similar in a, in a weird way, okay. but not, not nothing as specific as this. Yeah. Um, there are there were some things I had problems with early on, but they kind of become irrelevant once the movie revealed what was happening. If that makes sense, like you know, like there was some stuff. Oh, this doesn't feel right. But then when it revealed what was actually happening, I was like, okay, well, that makes kind of sense yeah. now. Uh, so, so that that's fair enough. 
Yes, I'm trying to think if I can say something. Uh, let me just say, uh, and I, I think you kind of mentioned it too, is um, just to be as general as possible, I did not like the ending. It it kind of felt like a, a bummer to me. Hmm. Okay. Okay. We'll talk. We'll talk about the ending yeah. uh, in detail. There's actually one part of the ending I really like. Okay. There's one part that I really, really like. Um. But yeah. So I actually think uh, Olivia Dijon Dijonge Dijon. I don't know how to say her name. Uh, Dijonne. <laughs> Dijonne. Okay. She's not delivery. <laughs> uh. But she she plays Ashley, the main the main teenage girl, the babysitter. Uh, I think she's not bad. She, she's she's okay. Yeah. She's she 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 carries the movie fairly well. Uh, she's likable enough without being too stereotypical or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, that that, that kind of works. Uh, what's funny though is she was in a little movie called The Visit, Ugh. and <laughs> funnily enough, uh, Luke's best friend Garrett, who's in a lot of the movie as well. It was also in the visit. They were brother and sister in the visit. They were the two main characters. So this was a weird reunion of that movie. Yeah, I I kept wondering if that was a coincidence or like I don't know if they have like the same agent or something. I don't know, uh, but uh, but yeah, yeah. I weird. I didn't recognize her at first, but then I recognized uh, yeah the friend Garrett. And I was, I, I was expecting him to drop a beat at any moment. Oh. Oh, that would have, I, I would have <laughs> had to have turned it off. I, I was expecting him to start freestyling and just be rapping all over the place, like the visit. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Uh, I mean, I will say they were like 100% less annoying uh, in this movie than they were in the visit for me. Like, I couldn't stand them in the visit. This actually, actually liked. And uh, yeah, I, I guess Garrett, I, you know, I, I like to a degree. Yeah, I mean, he's got one of those faces you just kind of want to punch. So he's, he's, he yeah. inherently is a little bit goofy in that sense. Uh, but he is kind of playing like the annoying best friend character, so he kind of gets away with it. Yeah. Also in the movie, Dacry Montgomery is one of the. Uh, he plays a character called Jem- Jeremy, who shows up later. Uh, he's one of. He's Ashley's ex-boyfriend. He, uh, he of course was like, the Red Ranger, the new Power Rangers. You also may have seen him more recently on Stranger Things season two as the dickhead big brother of Max. Oh, so that was him. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. you were thinking about it, but you weren't sure. Yeah, that was him. Well, I. Well, no, my. Uh, I I watched this uh, with uh, Melissa, and she said that like uh, she's like, oh, that's uh, like the older brother from Stranger Things, I think. And I was like, I, I can't recognize him without like the mullet and the half stash. <laughs> no, that was that was him. Joe uh, uh, Light. He was a complete douchebag in this. He had like, the, the backwards cap. He was trying to be like a sort of. You know, he had the tracksuit on. He had like, you know, he had this sort of purse. I like that he's, he was basically just the present day version of the douchebag that he played in the eighties yeah. and Stranger Things. It was just, you know, if, if he was in this time period, he'd look like this. Yeah, uh, that's what it felt like. But he must be the nicest guy in real life because I feel like you you can't play like douchebags that well unless yeah. you're actually like a sweetheart. Probably, uh, yeah. And also, uh, surprisingly, there there's like like pretty notable people for almost like every role in this because like the parents are played by uh patrick warburn and virginia madison and uh yeah. they really don't have much of a like part oh, in no, the they're, movie they're, at all. they're in like two, they're in the scene where they're, they're leaving yeah <laughs> uh, which uh, you know it's fairly lengthy they're explaining a lot of stuff that's uh, so it's a long scene but it's just that and then coming back at the end like that's all they're in uh yeah. but, whatever. but it seems like oh you don't really need to get like yeah, not that they're super famous, but it's like, well, like anyone could have played that part. Yeah, so no, so that, that's that's the thing. And I, I, honestly, I, th- I feel like at this, there's a couple of dark humor bits that did work for me. I will say that. Uh, 
even if other stuff did fall flat. But uh, I, th- I think that's honestly as much as we can say in spoiler-free. I feel like everything is spoiler well, territory now. Let's uh, open up that big old spoiler present that says, do not open till spoiler miss. And well. That was so forced, Tim. Just because I, just because I made a, a, a cheeky hint that this was the movie we're going to do next at the end of the last Christmas movie review... You're trying to reference the last one and this one, and I just felt forced. I'm. St- mm. Let the record show that that will <laughs> go down in history as the best sentence ever <laughs> spoken. I like how you're saying it'll be the best sentence ever spoken when you can barely say that sentence. That, there's something something great about that, Timmy. Uh, so, so yeah. So the first chunk of the movie is she's over she's she's kind of on the phone a lot because her boyfriend because she's moving away to college after christmas she's going to pittsburgh uh yeah i think i think that's where she was going but uh yeah she's on the phone a lot to her boyfriend who's upset she's leaving uh so little looks upset that she's not paying attention to him because he wants to again make the moves that they're watching horror movies together and it's a fake horror it's not a real one It's, it's clearly a fake thing they've shot just for the stupid thing on the screen and uh, they're talking and they're, they're being, and he keeps dropping these things and this is really cringy like actually watching this like th- him thinking he's got a chance is really uncomfortable to watch um, yeah. and he gets drunk because he actually breaks up, open, open a bottle of champagne from his parents and he starts drinking it and at first she's like being responsive no you can't drink that like you're 12 god damn it mm-hmm. <laughs> and she, she's grabbing the booze but then she gets kind of upset and she takes a swig of it when she's pouring it out and she's like oh, I caught you uh and she's like, okay, I won't tell if you want. And so she lets him drink from then on. So it's it's not it's maybe slightly less cringy because at least she thinks, oh, he's just drunk, and that's why he's doing some of this extra yeah. stuff. But uh, he actually goes in for a kiss, and she sort of has to push him away. Uh, and it's, it's it's really cringy, but it's whatever. So so thanks. So the pizza arrives, even though no one orders it, and he just kind of assumes, oh, maybe it was my dad that ordered it before he left. Um, and there's a figure outside, and stuff like quickly escalates where there's like you know something creepy outside, and there's other things going on, and there's a, there's a, the, the Garrett comes by, he scares them briefly, but he's like, oh, that was just a prank, ha ha ha, and yeah. he finds a brick that says written on it, you leave, you die, and they try to like phone the phone the police, they can't do that. Her her mobile phone is in the in the the tank and the, the fish tank, and. Yeah. Uh, the the landline's been cut. The internet's been turned off. Like every, you know, everything's not letting them. And then eventually, it looks like Garrett's get killed because Garrett tries to run from the the back, the back entrance, and it looks like he gets shot. And then we have this sort of segment of uh, Ashley and Luke hiding around the house, and there's a guy with a mask on with a shotgun sneaking around the house looking for them. And it's like okay, and I was actually thinking at this point, you know, a lot of these scary things that have been building up to this weren't that effective. I feel like it's been very forced. It feels derivative of other things, and I'm like, I'm not feeling a lot of suspense. And I also feel like it's escalated too quickly. Like we're already at the point oh, where he's yeah. in the house. Like we're, we're, I'm like 25 minutes into this 90 minute movie. What the hell's the rest of this movie if the guy's already yeah. in the house? Yeah. But sure enough, there's this twist where it's actually Garrett that's got the mask on, the ski mask, and he's got the the, the shotgun. And he's, he faked his whole thing. And this was all a ruse. This was the two of them, this was all one giant prank to make her scared so that he had more of a chance to have sex. Or, well, maybe not have sex, but. So, uh, yeah. Second then, like, base, you know, I believe, was the, the phrase she used. 
Yeah, and uh, you don't realize it, but like earlier on in the mo- movie, at the beginning, before all this happens, like you see that he's online looking at like some Wikipedia entry or something about how you know fear is more likely to make like a, a woman um like excitable and uh horny yeah. I, don't, I don't know I, I guess more susceptible like to a 12 year advances or something <laughs> yeah this is the thing like because obviously in a couple of minutes this is not this is not a big deal in the same way because of where the movie goes but up until this point i'm like movie i can't you're asking me to get behind this character who seriously thinks he has a chance with this girl, and all this girl's doing by rejecting him is saying, "No, I'm not a pedophile. I cannot. Yeah. Root for, I can't root for him to to succeed. It doesn't work like that. It worked much better in the babysitter because he wasn't actually trying to do it for a start. He just had the crush, yeah. so it was sweet and it was kind of you know goofy and fun, and it was realistic to to an extent. And- yeah, but yeah, it's kind of like relatable. Like you know, I feel like a lot of kids growing up, you oh, know, yeah. have a crush on you know someone's like a older sister or yeah I don't know, like an older like, person at school or something and then he, he, here it's kind of creepy it's kind of cringeworthy but then she finds him out and she even calls him out and it's like well you thought you could do all this just to maybe get to second base with an older girl like you know she's and she's like so again she's feeling quite mature and she's tried to protect him up until this point uh yeah. and then it's all revealed that, that this is what's happening and she's like i'm so mad i'm calling your parents again normal thing to do in this situation this kid has been proper creepy it's been dangerous he even got his dad's gun out and was moving it around and you know garrett was going around with a real shotgun this was a whole thing yeah and she started it... there you go oh i was just gonna say like yeah when you look back on the plan like were they that confident like what would they have done if garrett was walking around and she like decided to bash his brains in with a brick or something yeah like which could have <laughs> happened and she, she's storming away and Luke runs up and like he, he gets mad at her and hits her like proper hits her in the face yeah. and she falls down the st- I actually thought she was dead for a minute like I thought because okay. she goes down the stairs and I thought she was dead and Gary's mm-hmm. like freaking out he's like what the hell did you just do and then we fade to black and when we come up she's like taped you know duct taped to a chair with her legs and feet and she's got duct tape over her mouth and it becomes quite clear at this point that the movie is actually about this psychotic kid and whatever this night's going to end up being with what he's doing and over the course of the movie he gets more violent he gets he actually invites her boyfriend over just so he can torture him as well and then eventually kill him and then gets their ex-boyfriend over to kill him (laughs) and it just gets more deranged because this this is the thing for the first like i don't know 10 15 minutes of this she's not like she's not scared she doesn't think it's that serious i mean she's like this is stupid she's like okay this is serious you're you know you're in a lot of trouble here you know you know don't do this she's actually she's still appealing to him it's like she thinks oh i can talk him out of this like he's not this bad a kid i can talk him out of this she doesn't think he's a psychopath yet and they're they're messing around and they're playing truth or dare and like they're saying different things and then Garrett's like oh truth or dare to look and he's like oh dare he's like I dare you to touch her boob and yeah. and she's like no please don't do that and I'm like okay this is uncomfortable now like where are we going with these 12 year olds now and now yeah. it never goes further than this it's worth mentioning it never actually goes sure. further than this right mm-hmm. but this alone where he's like touching her boob and even the way he leans in first and he's like do you have a preference right or left mm. and she's like don't do this um 
you know, she, she's pleading with them. I mean, A, she doesn't want to be, you know, assaulted, but B, it's like, no, like, right now, you're still a fairly innocent kid. Don't, you know, don't go down this path. What are you doing with your life? Stop it. Yeah. It's just, it's so cringeworthy and uncomfortable. And you feel like, oh, is this game going to keep going? Are you going to keep daring them to do more stuff? Like, how insane is this going to get? And other things come up that's kind of stop it, but it's just, it's really, oh, it's really creepy. Yeah, it's, it gets to be, like, kind of, I don't know, I, I, I guess, I mean, like you said, cringeworthy, but not in a, like, an entertaining horror movie yeah, kind of way. Yeah, it's, it's like, like, tonally, it doesn't, because I feel like the rest of the movie, because basically the movie is watching how crazy and fucked up this kid is, and then yeah. watching his insane plan to try and get away with it, and seeing if he can. Like, it's, it's kind of like a jovial, farcical horror movie in that sense, because you're, you're, you're kind of watching him try to get away with it, and it's a bit more fun-spirited. But this is like proper Creepsville. Now, don't get me wrong, if he's this psychotic to do everything he does in this movie, it makes sense he is this creepy. It, it makes oh, yeah. sense he's a pervert, but like, it, it just it feels like, what are we doing right now? It is, it is legitimately uncomfortable. Uh, I'm actually, I'm, I'm so glad that it, after this scene, it kind of, it mostly stayed away from that. It made some comments later on, but it, there was never any actual like threat of assault again. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, I, I hate to be, you know, too much of a bummer or anything, but I like, honestly, it, it was kind of hard, I think, to watch this without thinking about all of the, you know, real life, like stories we've been hearing about, like, you know, the last couple of months that have, you know, kind of been like surfacing yeah. a, a lot about sexual harassment and stuff. And it's like, uh, you know, I'm sure the movie, you know, wasn't thinking about that stuff. And obviously, you know, it had been made before you know we started hearing like a lot of these you know accusations in hollywood and stuff but uh, i i feel like it's you know real bad timing for a movie like this that is essentially about a man who feels that he can do whatever he wants to get what he wants from this woman <laughs> it's like yeah even if he has 12 <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it's just it's shitty in a lot of different ways like I say, I think the biggest problem... Because see if you want to go down the, the, the creepy route, like, he is someone who wants to, like, be, like, a rapist, right? And admittedly, I feel like that's a really dark, serious movie to do. But if you wanted yeah. to make that movie and explore that idea, like, I wouldn't necessarily say that's not something you should try if you think you've got the right way of doing it. I think in this movie, though, it's just tonally so out of place with the otherwise kind of light-hearted kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a black humour. It's like a black comedy horror movie, but it's... Like this, this it, doesn't fit with the, this moment. Yeah, like it, it, like there are instances where it's like, yeah, this is proper, like disturbing, and I don't like it. To, oh hey, like this was like a fun, like, like kind of cool kill scene. Yeah, like, if it was all proper disturbing, that'd be fine. But you know, twenty minutes later, they've got the boyfriend tied to a chair, and he literally home alones him to death with yeah. a with a paint can <laughs> from swinging it down the thing. Um, yeah. which it, you know it's funny because you see you don't actually see it which is kind of a shame which is it's R rated so there's no reason why we shouldn't see it but mm. you just see like the explosion of paint and blood and it's just like all the yeah. red and yellow mixing together which is kind of a fun visual but like I say that, that, that whole like you know I dare you to touch your boob scene it was just kind of like really uncomfortable um, yeah. 
And, you know, her response to it afterwards, because he says something like, oh, how did you like that? And, it, you know, really creepy. It's like, I feel like a little boy was touching me. I'm like, okay, like, okay, yeah, give him the zinger. Like, he deserves to the, be put down. Like, yeah. So, I, I would say that there are two big problems with this movie. Uh, so, the first one being that, yeah, like, you know, we've just, that, that everything that we've just stuff, been talking yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, but then I feel like the second part is, it, if you're going to do that, fine, but... I would need I need like moments of relief and comeuppance where you see this asshole get what's coming to him and you get a few things but not really like well, especially that, that's not actually, to the well that's actually why I like there's one thing I really like in the ending because. I actually think it has balls to sort of pretend that he's going to get away with it all because he makes the ex-boyfriend write what turns out to be a suicide note before he hangs him. And yeah. basically his plan is to like cover it all up. He, he puts like other fingerprints from the various dead bodies. You actually think he's killed Ashley because it, it looks like he's slit her throat. Uh, and we find out at the end though that she's actually used some of the duct tape to help her you know, stay alive. Yeah. All right? But he's done this and his plan is to go to bed and as far as he's concerned or his parents are concerned, he was asleep while all this carnage happened, and he has nothing to do with it. He doesn't know what's going on, uh, and you know the parents come home. She, sc- the mom screams, runs up and gets him. And there's a sort of—I actually did enjoy the fun, like sort of montage of him cleaning everything up and setting all the, the frame job up. That's like a fun sequence yeah, on its yeah, own. Yeah, that, that was like kind of like a, a clever, like oh wow, like I, you know, it's interesting to see how he thought of. Yeah. It's, it's, with. especially with the, the pencil thing because his mother's been putting a pencil oh, yeah. on the, the handle of his door to see right. if he's been sleepwalking and he can't do that from the inside so and he's, he's like you know he's, he's trying to like, the parents are like driving into the driveway he has to like go out the window from the other room and go in so that he can do it and you know yeah. that was fun stuff but but the bit I really like about the ending I like the moment because he thinks he's got away with it the little shit thinks he's solved it all and then you hear, no wait, there's someone's alive. And he looks out the window, and Ashley's getting put into the ambulance on the stretcher, and she's got the mask on, she's clearly really injured, and she and it calls back to earlier on in the movie, because earlier on in the movie when they think there's a there's someone outside and it's, it's just a prank, she gives the finger yeah. out to whoever it is. She just the, the hand just comes out of the you know from under the uh, the cover on the stretcher and she's just like I'm yeah. alive. And See, I, I like that moment. That moment yeah. actually pays off for me, I think. I I like that a lot. Uh, I I mean I kind of wish like we see him get a little bit more. Uh, like you know you can still have that ending, but maybe have get him like beat up a little bit more or something earlier on. But um, did you see like the mid credit? No, scene, I, I did, but I, th- I think that's just a joke to say he's going to try and kill her. Like he's, True, that's how yeah, determined yeah. he is. I, I'm choosing to believe that no, the little shit guess was coming to him. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I have I have to believe that. Because, you have to yeah, believe uh, it. Otherwise, it's just way too much of a bummer. Because obviously, Garrett throughout the course of the movie, st- you know, he's like, "Wait a minute, what are we doing here? This is crazy." And he, he goes along with yeah. it because he's his best friend. But eventually, he tries to help Ashley, and he just gets shot. Which is a really again, this is one of these moments where it's actually really dark compared to the otherwise sort of fun tone that yeah. it's going for. Because it, the way he shoots him is really sudden. And it's it's kind of that shock death scene. Which again takes you out of the the the, the moment of like the so I, I think the tones clash. I think there's some dark stuff that clashes with the otherwise just sort of black comedy feel to the whole thing. I, I think they're really trying hard to be like you know American Psycho or something, but mm. it, I, I just feel like it doesn't work with the yeah like uh you know the scared little you know twelve year old boy versus like. 
someone that you can see as like a you know a proper psychotic or yeah. it, you know it just doesn't you know something like that or like it also kind of remind me of like funny games a little bit in, in some ways uh just kind of the tone that they were going for but it it just doesn't feel as like clever or yeah i, I, I think as entertaining i think the darker things that are supposed to be hard-hitting just feel kind of disgusting because they clash with the tone of the rest of the movie. Whereas if it was going for a serious thing the whole time and it was going to be this exploration of a psychotic kid and, you know, it was more like that. But it never really feels like it is. It feels like, no, no, we're just here to have fun and see some, you know, awesome deaths. Like, you know, when he hangs the ex-boyfriend, when he he puts the noose around him and then uses the little tractor to, like, pull him over the tree. That's that's, That's a funny, goofy kill scene. It's not a serious scene. Yeah. So, so the the tones kind of all over the place, and it's a shame because I feel like if they just if they kept more consistently fun, I think I'd, I'd had more fun with it, and I'd had a, I'd, I'd had a blast, and I'd, I'd probably rate it higher than I would. And if they yeah. if they'd kept it serious, and it was a good serious movie, but it really went into the you know the psychotic nature of this kid, and he's really like proper evil and all the rest of it. Like that could also be very good. I could see either one working uh, really really well. As it is, it's kind of like okay, there's there's ideas I like, there's scenes I like. Uh, you know, I like the moment at the end. I like the clean up sort of stuff. Uh, I like the, the the paint bucket things, kind of funny. Um, you know, there's some stuff like I, I like I like when he does he's cleaning stuff up. He's sort of dancing as he's doing it. He thinks he's got away with it. Like that's a fun little kind of thing. There's there's moments I like. There's ideas I like, but there's some stuff I really don't like, especially since it clashes with uh, everything else. So that's that's kind of kind of where I am. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm in a pretty similar boat, um, and uh, and again, it, it sucks because I, you know, um, again, didn't know much coming into it, but uh, it seemed like, oh, hey, this could be, you know, like another, like, cool, new, fun Christmas horror movie, you know, like, um, I forget if it was last year or the year before, but we had, like, Krampus, and, you know, yeah, was and that, oh, two years hey. ago, yeah. Two years ago, okay. So, like, you know, I, I always like when we get a new, you know, Christmas horror movie that I can always come back to, like, you know, yeah. uh, next year. Um, but yeah, I def- this definitely isn't something I'm gonna. I feel like I'm ever gonna want to revisit. Yeah. And that's the thing; it's not a terrible time. It's this, like I said, there's, there's fun stuff in it. Like, there's yeah. elements to praise. There's elements to enjoy. It's just there's other stuff that unfortunately kind of drags it down. And like, yeah, and it, it, like it looks well. I didn't really think any of the acting, you know, was bad. Uh, like uh, it, I didn't really. I just it looks well. I thought it was a funny way of phrasing it. But, yeah. <laughs> well, well, like you know, like sometimes yeah. we talk about how you know we'll watch a movie and it doesn't. And it seems like the person doesn't know how to point a camera. Oh sure, or yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It looks fine. It, I, I would like say it, it, it doesn't stand out as great, but yeah, it looks fine. Yeah, right. Like yeah, it's not like visually like uh, spectacular, but it's it's also not like to the point where you don't like looking at it because it's so like poorly made like it's no it's it's like a, a very competent movie uh it just has some you know pretty unfortunate choices that make it not really a fun watch uh which sucks because there are little sprinklings of fun yeah, things I, in I, it i think that and i think the main kid look could have been better cast i think he yeah i, I don't quite buy him as the crazy get kid i don't quite buy it yeah i, I can see that um, actually, here's, here's, here's another kind of weird complaint for this. It's not a big deal, but like I think it's worth mentioning. Um, I actually don't think that there's any reason why this is set at Christmas. You could literally set this movie any time of the year. Like, the parents are going to a Christmas party. That could be any party. Yeah. There's nothing else. About, because, I mean, even something like Die Hard, the reason why the character is even visiting the wife is because it's Christmas. He's, he's there to see his family. 
Like, you know, it's something as simple as that. Like, this is why it's Christmas. This could be any time of the year. In fact, the fact that she's moving away for college, it would make more sense <laughs> if this was the summer. Yeah, actually, yeah, it's a good point. There really isn't any reason for it to be. No, it's basically just so they have the decorations up and they have some Christmas music playing. That, that's, that's it. Like, that's the, the whole thing. Uh, I mean, maybe... I mean, uh, the only thing maybe I can see is if, like, I, I don't know if the director and writer and stuff, if, if they, like, really wanted to, to hammer home that Home Alone, like, you know, point to it. Like, if they're trying to purposefully make, like, the anti-Home Alone or something. Well, the, the uh, kid's the bad guy and it's all the adults who are screwed. Yeah. yeah. I, can, I can kind of see that. Or, or even just the idea that he's taking what he wants this Christmas or something, I don't know. Yeah. yeah this yeah, Christmas, no. children are the, the villain or something, I don't know. Yeah, something like that. I guess. Uh, but like I said, I had no idea it was going to be about an evil kid. Like, I, I didn't know, I did not know that's what the movie was about when I watched it. I, I, don't, I, don't I, I was actually thinking, man, this is like a, a boring, like, the first like half hour I was thinking, oh, this is just a sort of boring, more serious version of the babysitter. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it, it was... Uh, and- yeah, to be honest, at first I was kind of like, okay, this is interesting. Like, let's see where this goes. And then, you know, unfortunately, it, it went into places I, I wasn't too crazy about. But, uh, yeah, uh, for at least for a little bit, I was kind of like, this is a little different. Oh, another funny moment. She actually does run away at one point, and she's actually running into the neighbor's, like, uh, place. And yeah. uh, <laughs> she gets hit in the head with a brick. I did actually think that was kind of funny. That was, that was a proper slapstick kind of moment. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I, I feel like it, it could be funny except for if the fact that I wasn't rooting so much for this character and, like, oh, true. hated the kid so much that I was well, kind of like, oh, I, I, God I, damn it. I like, think this is another example of the, the tone problem where this moment would play great if I was just having fun. But yeah, because, definitely, definitely. But because we feel that like she's actually been victimized in a bad way, you yeah. do actually, like, the, the, if, the, the comical stopping of her getting away uh, kind of stings a little bit no i get what you're saying there you know honestly does. like i i, I mean <laughs> I, I don't know if this is like sexist but if it was the boyfriend i probably wouldn't have had a, a problem with it at all like i probably would well, have we thought really, well we didn't really care about him he was just kind of introduced quickly and then killed not yeah. not too much after um but he, he also gets like hit in the face with a bat a couple of times uh before they, yeah. they tie him up and he gets the the pencil on the cheek actually was a pretty gruesome scene i was like, oh. yeah that's pretty gruesome yeah no, that's fair yeah. Uh, like I said, the brick scene is, I think is funny visually, but I actually completely agree that it would work even better if I was just having, like, if that was the tone throughout, because it's slapstick, yeah, it's yeah. pure slapstick when she gets hit in the head with the brick. Yeah. So, it's, it's, well, all, yeah, the, it, it, the tone's just all over the place. Yeah. Oh, well. oh boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a real, real mixed bag. <laughs> look at the cat tail, just... In, in no way. <laughs> just, just uh, he doesn't care. He probably hears power on the mic as well. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, so that, that's the gist of uh, my thoughts. Like I said, I, I do want to emphasize that I didn't have a terrible time watching it. Like I'm not. I don't regret watching it. It went in quick enough. I didn't feel right, like this, right. I, I, I actually think the pacing is the worst in the first half hour because they're pretending it's like a home invasion movie and it feels like a really bad home invasion movie. Once it spins though and it becomes what it actually is, the pacing is actually okay. The pacing goes in at a reasonable rate, I think. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd agree with that. And and again, yeah, it did keep my attention and like, yeah, I I can't say it was like boring or that it dragged or 
yeah, like you said, I'm not really like angry that I that I watched it or anything. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I guess that I guess I guess <laughs> that's better. Watch out, uh, cat's gone up there now. He's actually scratching himself behind my ear. That's just mm-hmm. rude. Uh, so that is that's better. Watch out. So I guess we'll rate the movie, Tim. I guess that's what we're doing next. Uh, yeah, it, it's a little tough. Uh, yeah, because uh, again, like it's not like to the point where it's like so poorly made that I want to get it like a super low score. But um, and there were like you know the brief moments of you know like uh, fun and a few interesting ideas. So uh, I, I think I'm gonna give it a four. Like not like it's it's not terrible but yeah it's i, I mean yeah we just talked about it. there there's some weird unfortunate stuff in it but it's not yeah. like the worst made movie or anything yeah i don't know i feel it. it's tough to, to kind of like rate stuff like this like yes yes it's, it's weird we've had two tough like tough movies to rate in a row <laughs> um Because my instinct, honestly, at first is to say five. Yeah. Is to split it right down the middle because it has positives, it has negatives, um, and I feel, I feel, because I feel like most things I give a four, I mm. flat out had a bad time watching. Like I, I get no enjoyment out of them. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Where, whereas uh, this, there is, there's enjoyment. I can't really recommend it. I can't put it in the positive side, but I don't really want to put it in the negative yeah. side either. It's definitely, yeah, I think. But then that 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 boob scene did really bother me. <laughs> I I think that's I like the tipping point for me. Where yeah. if it was just like, if it was just the fact that, uh, oh, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. Had some good, some bad. Then I would give it a five. But just the fact that the bad stuff is like stuff that's particularly like gross, especially like with everything that's going on right now. I, I feel like that's what kind of dips it under for me. I'll go 4.5. I'll go slightly higher than you, but I won't quite hit the 5. That's fair. I think I'll hit there. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, there you go. That's, that's better watch out. Uh, well, uh, they were right. I mean, they told us we... Yeah, no, that's, that's true. Uh, that is our final... Uh, well, it's not a final movie of the year, but it's a final Christmas movie. Uh, next week... Of course, we do have one movie uh, for New Year's uh, that will be done, but the uh, the other we'll actually have three episodes next week. I Tim's scared here, <laughs> but two of them won't be movies because it's the end of the year. So the two that we do next week, uh, all in the movie for New Year's, which will become after those, is the top ten and the worst ten horror movies of twenty seventeen. Mm. So Tim has homework; he has to go and write his lists and. <laughs> uh interesting um and then we then we form our, our our combined list together and give our streams after midnight definitive top and bottom 10 of the year so that's two separate videos uh that will be up next week so you can look forward yeah. to that it's always fun to do these at the end of the year i, I always enjoy yeah uh and yeah picking my the options i tell you what uh i'll go ahead and say this has been kind of a I'm gonna leave horror movies out for now because we'll we'll say that for our videos. But I think this has been kind of a shitty year for movies. I was, I was trying to think of like 
my top 10 list for movies in general and usually it's like a pretty easy like oh well this of course of course of course of course of course and uh, i was thinking here like i have a definitive like i have a definite top three that's like all right those are easy no questions but i I think i agree so far there's there's a bunch of movies i still need to see which could completely change my change the way i'm looking at it but at least right now because uh, I'll be I'll be doing you know my top ten movies in general for Gigawatts with Matt uh, mm-hmm. over the next couple of weeks, and I feel like right now, like I like all the movies in my top ten because I, I I I do it over the course of the year. I just have a rolling like ranking of the movies of the year the whole year, so it's easy for me. I just go and look at my list, but uh, and I, I feel like my top ten like I like all the movies on it, but I feel like the movies that are in like the you know the the ten to like seven or ten to six slots yeah. wouldn't normally be in the top ten. They'd be like the mid teens and there's maybe not as many heavy hitters this year that I really enjoyed uh, but like I said there's stuff still to see uh, some of which I won't see till after uh, the new year unfortunately but um, that, that'll that be you know maybe we revisit the best movies for Oscar season and do our own award show which oh. we might do Ooh, the fuzzies. The, yeah the fuzzies that's what we're going to call them <laughs> uh, so no so that, that that's yeah so that's what's coming next week anyway so you, you best and worst of the year um and I think what, something we did last year as well on the best of list is we also did like an extra little top five of all the movies we watched for the first time this year on streams that weren't new, that weren't 2017 movies. That were like, okay, so what were the, the five movies we watched, that, you know, that we'd, we were, you know, we'd been meaning to see or we stumbled onto this year that we also liked a lot. Uh, so you can expect that as well. Tim's homework's adding up. He's looking at me. He's terrified. He's like, oh my God, what am I going to have to do between now and next week? Uh, so wait, is, was that uh, top five for ones we did on this show or just ones we watched throughout the year in general? Well, on the show. On the show, okay. okay. On the show, but there weren't 2017 movies. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But you ha- that I think you hadn't seen before. I think that was implied as well. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, we're only going to have five movies to choose from. There's tons of stuff you watched for the first time this year, Timmy. I don't know about that. Stuff okay. that was good. All right. M- <laughs> m- 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 okay, maybe not ones you... Ha- maybe you can count rewatches then. I don't know. Yeah, well, I'll figure it out. That said, though, we did like <laughs> we did like 25 movies in October alone, Tim. I feel like, I feel like yeah. some of those had to be new watches for you. Maybe. You've not seen everything before. God damn it. You don't know that. <laughs> I know that just fine. Uh... But anyway, so that's that's coming next week. So hopefully you look forward to that. Um and yeah, so yeah. So so we'll see see you next week. So have a Merry Christmas and all that job stuff. Ho- hopefully you get some cri- uh, horror related Christmas presents and whatnot. Uh but that is us. So if you want to uh support us, you can do that obviously all the normal ways by liking, subscribing, commenting, letting us know what you think of the the, of the movie. Uh, but obviously you can more directly you can go over to patreon.com slash TV and support us there uh in in terms of financials. You know, Christmas bonus, that kind of thing. But you get access to stuff, you get <laughs> oh, yeah. you get to do the monthly vote at the five dollar tier as well as uh submit movies to the crypt, which is a sort of uh user submitted to do list from our patrons uh, you can actually everyone can see the list though uh, you can, there's a link in the description below along with a link to the patreon itself and you can um yeah you can, so you can see that list uh, everyone can see that but if you're a five dollar patron you can actually add movies to it and every so often we'll pick one and do it uh, or maybe put them in a vote or whatever else so no so so fun fun things um and that is that is it. so otherwise guys uh, thank you very much for watching or listening we always appreciate it uh, so once again have a very nice christmas we will see you next time
Goodbye.